I did an unschooling Q&A webinar last week. It's up at the Unschooling mom to mom YouTube channel if you'd like to see it. But more questions rolled in and I didn't get a chance to answer them all. So I want to answer a couple of them here on our Unschooling mom to mom podcast. And maybe every month or so I can do this. Just a few questions and answers. I'll set up a form you can use to submit a question for future podcasts too. This week we'll tackle two. I know there are way more than that, but since this is only a 10-minute podcast, we'll just have to do two at a time. And if you have a question that you may just need resources to read up on and do it DIY style, you can send the question to Q for Sue. I have a form set up and Katie will send the links to you. So I'll put a link to that in the notes as well. So this week's two questions are, number one, the emotional roller coaster of just beginning, especially when the kids are young and have never been to school and we're a little freaked out from all the responsibility. And number two, how do you respond to kids who are used to a more traditional setting and they want to know when are we going to start? But if you're here for the first time, I'm Sue Patterson and I help parents see how unschooling works. My own three kids are grown now and we didn't duplicate school. No grading, no lesson plans, no Friday quizzes. We traded all of that for a learning approach that started with their interests and then rippled out from there. Doors were not closed because of this unconventional choice. Instead, more opened. They had more life experiences and could try things out as opposed to waiting for life to start after school or on the weekends or after graduation. I have 27 years of experience to share with you what worked and what didn't. There's no reason for you to reinvent the wheel. And frankly, I would love to walk alongside with you, holding your hand, helping you through the scary parts. Lots of resources are at the Unschooling Mom to Mom website or in the show notes this week. So let's get to our questions. The first question comes from Abigail in Tennessee. She says, this will be my first year of homeschooling at the beginning of August in a state with fairly low homeschool regulations. I'm experiencing a wide range of emotions, including anxiety, excitement, along with feeling terrified and overwhelmed, just to name a few. My daughter is five and a half and my son is three. What would be the best advice you'd give to someone in my shoes? This can be as concise or, or as elaborate as you feel is sufficient. I appreciate you and all of your valuable knowledge and expertise. Well, that's very kind of you. Um, my best advice, well, first, let me just tell you, everybody feels this swirl of different emotions when we first start out. We're stepping into the unknown and we have been conditioned not to do that over the years. So you're not alone in that. I think the thing that might be most helpful is to notice where your anxiety is coming from. This will help you know how to tackle it. You won't have terror and overwhelm if you can focus your attention on getting the information you need. And sometimes it's multiple fears, so you have to break them apart. If you let them all swirl together, you just begin to hyperventilate and never get to the solution. So write them down, see if they're even true one by one. I have all sorts of journaling pages in the membership group if you want more help with this. We spend a lot of coaching call time talking about overcoming fears and gaining confidence. But I have a few tips that I can give you right here. Number one, think about your why. 
This will sustain you when you're having a bad day or a middle-of-the-night panic attack. (laughs) Get a journal where you can write it down. Add to it. Refer back to it. Podcast number eight is all about this if you want to dive in a little more there. Number two, learn more about creating your own educational philosophy. I know, that sounds deep. But think about what your beliefs are. You can listen to more about that on podcast number 10. I'll link to that. But think about what your underlying beliefs are about learning and parenting. We have embraced a lot of ideas from school and society and our own upbringing without really questioning or thinking about it. Unschooling is one of those things that moves us toward being more intentional even on these kind of bigger topics, because they factor in on our day-to-day responses to our kids and the worry that pops up in our minds. Number three, observe instead of instruct, notice instead of fix, listen instead of talk. I know, it's hard. (laughs) But spend the next few months intentionally moving in this direction. How do your kids learn best? Do they have a time of day that they seem to fall apart? What kind of factors are happening to maybe cause this? Are they hungry or frustrated? Are they less connected with you at the time? What's going on? Do you have a time of day where you connect better with them? What contributing factors make this happen? This is the same parenting issue that we've all heard about. Remember when they said, don't fix the bed making attempt by a three-year-old, even though it's messy and not what you want, how this undermines their efforts. Well, this same kind of tendency is happening as they get older. We want to get in there and spruce things up. We want to call attention to where they didn't get it quite right. What if we just zip it for a little while? See what happens without our overarching orchestration. We'll learn more about how the family operates. Really, there's so much more to this. No way I can fit it into its little five-minute slot. But the next step is to notice the learning. Put yourself on a scavenger hunt. I have a lot more about how to do that with math in the Learning Without Curriculum course, but you could do it with any subject you're worrying about. Make a deal with me. If you're skimming the internet looking for a particular subject, Do this scavenger hunt technique first. Look around to see where it may already be happening in your lives. In the games, in the conversations, at the grocery store, or maybe online or in a movie reference. Real life has so much to offer. Check there first. I do have an unschooling kindergarten blog post that might help you, Abigail, and an entire preschool section at the website. I'll link to both of those. So for anybody that's in the same boat, that can help you get started. The next question comes from V in Texas with kids a little older. They say, how do you explain unschooling or de-schooling to your kids? Mine are age 7 to 11. They're asking questions that I've seen answered for parents, but I haven't been able to find explanations for kids. And mine are very confused. For example, are you going to teach us? Are we using books? How are we going to learn if we don't have subjects or tests or textbooks or classes? What do we do? Is it summer because we aren't doing anything? I don't know what I want to learn. Can't you just tell me? Okay. One of the things parents do that doesn't really work is to ask the kids, what do you want to learn? 
I know, unschoolers tell you to move in this direction. But when kids are used to someone else telling them what to do, that little light is very dim inside them. So don't ask. Instead, watch. Suggest. Then watch the reaction. Don't move in the direction of academics. Think instead of topics. Is it Shark Week on TV? Are you putting in a new flower bed? Take them with you and see what they like the look of. Talk about annuals versus perennials, sun-loving or shade plants. See if they can help you find some that would work. Okay, maybe you're not into gardening or you're in the southern hemisphere and it's getting colder. My point is to include them in whatever is going on in your home. Maybe they could help with food coloring on the frosting for cupcakes. I'm not talking about helping you with the project of cleaning out the garage. I mean, you may have to have help for that, but it's your project, not theirs. Let's not blur those together. So think about what could make their lives more fun and move in that direction. But back to the question about how to explain unschooling to kids that are confused. I did a private podcast for teens whose parents are in my membership group because you know me, I have a lot to say. (laughs) So some of the points from that will be useful and we'll use it here to answer some of the specific questions V has. So first they asked, are you going to teach us? Well, we're going to shift learning together, you can tell them. You can say, I'll show you things, and as time goes on, you'll find cool things too. We aren't going to have the lesson plans the same way, though. We're going to use our real life as our jumping off place. Don't worry, it'll be okay. I'm right here with you. And the next she wrote, are we using books How am I going to learn if we don't have subjects, tests, textbooks, classes? What do we do? And you can tell them all of those are ways schools teach because they have a big system built around moving 20 or 30 kids through a specific set of materials. It's only one way to learn, though, and it's not even the most efficient way and certainly not necessary when it's just us. We're going to take an approach that is more about the learning than about the teaching. It doesn't sound that different, but it is. But that's something the parents are going to be thinking about. So you don't have to. When they ask, is it summer because we aren't doing anything? (laughs) Ah, that's where you're wrong, you can tell them. Even just playing, you're learning so much. You're sorting and categorizing. You're creating strategies and problem solving. Did you know that when you see a problem and make a guess at what the solution is and then work to figure out if it's correct or not, that's using something called the scientific method. Really, your whole life is living out one word problem after another. So we may need to remind them, don't worry about not knowing what you're supposed to learn or even what you want to learn. There's no supposed to in there. Who says anyone has to learn things by a certain age? We're going to learn when we need it. That's how we'll remember anyway, because it'll be interesting to us. Random facts just don't really stick with us. We might remember them for a quiz at the end of the week, but then we'll completely forget about it. So what's the point of all that? Nothing. One thing I know and have read a lot about is that humans are naturally curious and hardwired to learn. That's the little fire inside you wants to know more about all kinds of things. And it gets a little dim when you have to jump through all the hoops of subjects and topics you don't really care about. There's no energy left to explore. 
So we're going to use that as the starting place. We're going to use the whole world as our classroom. When we watch a show, we might talk about it or look something up about it. When we go to the farmer's market, we might find out where their farm is and look it up on our map. When we have a stomach ache, we might learn about digestion and nutrition or other pieces of anatomy and physiology or health. Unschooling is simply a style of homeschooling. We might use books, but it's not the only way. We're going to learn from YouTube, from conversations, from Googling, from museum trips, or playing with toys and games. Learning is really all around us. So maybe it would be helpful to go on that scavenger hunt like I mentioned earlier for Abigail. Find the subjects that are weaving through your day and your life. And all the kids have to do is keep exploring. So that's what I have for this week. Enjoy your kids. Reach out if you want to dive deeper or need a little more support. And happy unschooling.